or from the grocery store in your own neighborhood when suddenly you are kidnapped, stolen, taken from your family, from your community. Shackled and chained, you are thrown down into the darkest hold of a huge ship. There you're crammed with other captives, beaten, starved for weeks, maybe months. Then you're taken to a foreign country where no one knows your language, no one knows your culture. There you're forced to work like a mule or a horse for the rest of your life. In this next hour, with distinguished scholars, Graphic images, poetry, and music, we will explore the transatlantic slave trade, the Black Holocaust, the Middle Passage. Morning, brothers and sisters. It is November 21st, 2019. Well, here we go again. It's always been said, why do black people never want to talk about their history? Yes, it's been said. I look at it, I guess when you've been given a pass, you don't want to go back to the scene of the crime when you've been given a pass, if you can put it that way. But when you don't talk about your past, when you're afraid to relive the past, sometimes you can't move forward. It's like when you see people and they want to never talk about things that are in their life that have been maybe some way of a destruction to their life and they never realize it until maybe they get a certain age and then they realize, wow, I, I should have talked about that. Or they go and they receive some type of help and then they realize I should have done this earlier. Well, my brothers and my sisters, in order for us to move forward, and I'm talking about to really move forward, sometimes uh, you have to go back and you have to dissect that of your past. Though you may say, that's not part of my past. I'm talking about our Holocaust. I'm talking about the Middle Passage. The Middle Passage has been such a big deal in my life. And when I say my life, I've always studied the Middle Passage. You know, it's always been something that you try to understand, but you understand, but you still try to understand. Why would people be so cruel? Why would people hate on others? Then lie about it. Then lie about it some more. 
and then tell you, you know, this is the thing uh, about the uh, the Middle Passage, the Black Holocaust, as to opposed to the Jewish Holocaust. Jewish people make sure that their children know and understand the heartaches that their people had to go through. They ingrain that in them. They don't want them to forget ever what happened to their people. Black people, we hardly ever talk about it or it's not even in schools. You don't get that in today's education. You don't get that in yesterday's education. You don't get that in no education unless you are a person that goes out and seeks that information. The Black Holocaust is not, or if ever, rarely taught in homes. Black people don't sit their kids down and talk about the past like Jewish people do. Black people just want to be integrated into being able to go and eat in your restaurant, sit at a counter, uh, use your restrooms, uh, drink out the same water fountains. You know, those are the things we fought for in the earlier stages when more than likely we probably should have fought for things uh, much more uh, greater that affect us today. Like jobs. You know, uh, we had to get, you know, uh, legislation passed, uh, affirmative action, you know, just to be able to go in a room and interview for a job. But, you know, that's besides, but it's still part of our problem. But the Black Holocaust and the Jewish Holocaust, Jews never let you forget it. Black folks don't never want to uh, remember our Holocaust. If they do, they don't bring it, they don't put it out publicly. You see, the thing about it, it's a, a subject that's hard to really talk about without getting mad, but you can't get mad. You have to understand it and you go back and you tr hope, hopefully you go back and you try uh, to avoid it ever. And I mean, ever repeating itself again. The Holocaust, both Jewish and the black Holocaust, they were very, very tragic. We talking about millions of lives died in this particular. Those events, many Millions of people, I'm not saying hundreds, I'm talking about millions, died. When I talk about the black Holocaust, we had black people, black people that betrayed their own people. And this was in, you take it, what, uh, 1400s. All the way up, even up until the 21st century, you still got black people that betray their own. But yes, these were black people. A lot of them were black people 
leading their brothers and sisters out into a wilderness so they can be captured. Black people, why? Because they wanted guns. Isn't guns always a part of something that's corrupt? Guns, tobacco, sugar, things of trade, things to build power, and you sell out your own people? And we're talking about millions and millions of people over the times. Black people. But the sad thing about it, the church itself, once we were into uh, on these, sh these slave ships, you would have people of God pretty much may not, I don't know, sanction, but never spoke, uh, never spoke about it as into it's not even, it's not God-like. They never spoke about it. I guess that's why black people don't speak about it. Because I guess if it was in the Bible, I guess black people would be praising uh, the Holocaust and speaking more about it. But the church, oh yeah, it was many people that was, uh, these ships had the pastor, the priest, the whatever they call them back then on these ships. They may not have liked it, but they never really spoke against it. And, that, and during those times, the church was probably more powerful than the government. The Black Holocaust. It's like, you imagine going outside, or can you imagine, let's say, going outside, laying on the ground, put your hands to your side, tape your feet down, and it's raining. And all you have on is something to cover your private parts. And you're letting the water rain on you. And you stay out long enough. And the next thing you know, you have rodents crawling around you. And there's nothing you can do. You can't swat them away. You just lay there with the water pouring on you. Rotens climbing all on you, biting you. And what can you do about it? Nothing. There's nothing you could do about it. Now you imagine this over days, weeks, and months. Feces, uh, urine, the stench. Because in most, most times you might have had Anywhere between five to 600 people on a ship at the bottom of the ship. And, you know, those boats, they're not uh, Car uh, uh, Carolina cruise lines. They're not those type of ships. You got wooden ships and you got all of this, all of this wet madness. In the winter times. And when the summer times hit, it's like, God damn. You hit, I'm talking about you heat up. Feces, piss, funky stench. 
and you get an awful, in either case, the smells were, they're unbearing smells. But the people had to endure day in, day out, weeks in, weeks out, months in, months out. And these were on boats or ships, as they call them, boats, big glorified shitty boats. But they were ships. And this is what black people had to endure. Coming to a world they knew nothing about. Breaking up families. Breaking it up. You know, your culture. Because it, it wasn't like you go to this place and you get to learn a new culture because oh, you want to see how the world was. You were beaten. Your culture was beaten out of you and a new culture was beaten into you. Your name was beaten out of you and a new name was beaten into you. And I'm not just talking about men because we all know women were part of this too. Our sisters on these ships and whenever you know, at night when it was cold, who you think warmed up these men that were on these boats? It was black women, it was children, and sometimes black men. Oh, uh, yeah. Homosexuality is not new. Oh, yeah. There were things that were done on these ships that, you know, it's sad to imagine, but anything that's horrible you can imagine and it was done our women were raped abused and anything that satisfied these animals was done to our females and when the females were at the bottom of the ship as well oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah all they had was something to cover their private parts but their breasts were exposed and no one gave a shit. Nothing a black man can do about it. Why his woman. And a lot of times they split them up. So they didn't even know. But they had to learn each other. And had to form some type of. Uh, coalition. Even. At the bottom. Of the ship. And all the rhetoric. That was going on. On top of the ship. And oh yes. At times, they were allowed to come out and entertain and dance to entertain the, uh, the, the, the crew members. And it's like, it was all types of people involved in this. You say the white man is not as bad as people make him out to be. Well, no one's ever making him out to be bad. It's the nature, it's history that shows you. It doesn't make you out to be something. It shows you what you are. And the sad thing about it, this was done for over hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Black, uh, black people transported. Uh, always remember, not at free will. They were murdered, raped, 
They was robbed and brought to a country. I'm sorry, brought to countries. America's not the only country. There were other countries. I just happened to live in America. America was one of those countries. But this was done. And it's so sad because our Holocaust is more than likely, if not worse than the Jewish Holocaust, because the Jewish Holocaust didn't happen in America. Black people wasn't doing those things to Jews, but Jews were part of the Holocaust for black people. They were ship owners. They were part of it. I wouldn't say they were the big part because the big part starts with your own. But the thing about it is, in order to correct history or in order to improve on history, you have to want to remember and not be afraid to understand about the Holocaust. I'm not going to go and put over 500 years because basically we're still in it, even though we're, uh, we have a certain rights now that we never had back then. So I'm not going to put a hundred, I'm not going to put 500 years into a 30 minute, 35 minute, 40 minute or whatever the podcast may be on this day. I'm not going to try to put all that, but I wanted to put the understanding that you should never forget Holocaust because people will say, well, you know, why do uh, black people always want to talk about things that happened in the past? Everybody else talk about their past, their history, because see, if you go back and talk about your past and your history, it's a very powerful history. Even with the Holocaust in there, black people, very strong, beautiful history. You're the world. You created the world. They don't ever want you to feel that you're that powerful. That's why they want to humiliate you whenever they can. When you talk about your Holocaust, when you speak on, you speak proud of the men and women. And strongly and bold about what happened and how it's never going to happen again. Yes, a lot of our brothers and sisters and families, when they were allowed to come on top of the ship and do their little jig or whatever the hell, they went over the side because they said it's better to be dead than to sit up here and live in bondage for the rest of our life. So they jumped in the water. They jumped in the water. And and they took their kids with them. Because you know what? Say, oh, how could people want to kill their kids? Black people were free. Black people were family oriented. We understood family before anybody. We understood family. Why would you want to subject your people, your family into a life of bondage to serve somebody? That's right. Like in the opening, people work to, from sunup to sundown and then some every day. And when the master felt like giving them a, 
a, a break. Wasn't a break. It was bullshit. That's why you never, and I mean you never, forget where you come from. A lot of people in today's world, well, you know, I don't know why. Every time you mention black people, you mention Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey had a 20, had a 25-year run on television. Oprah Winfrey did good for television entertainment. Oprah Winfrey has done good for the people. And I, and I like Oprah Winfrey. Don't get me wrong. But when you start talking about people, we just had a movie about one of them, Harriet Tugman. She put her life on the line for over a decade, back and forth, working on delivering slaves. Harry Tugman, Sojourner Truth. Why we don't speak of these type of people? You know, we speak down on people because our people who are in the fight and been in the fight forever, we don't want you to know about them. The Medgar Evers, I always get that word, always kind of, you know, when I say it, it's, always, it's kind of hard. I don't know why it's like that, but hey, Medgar Evers, Martin Luther King, of course, Malcolm X, of course, Elijah Muhammad, they never speak about him. They speak only bad about him. He's the devil. Louis Farrakhan, they don't speak good about him either. Why? And these people are standing up for you. But they, a lot of black people see those guys as being evil, racist. It's like it ain't even just because a person is pro-black and believe in his people don't make them a racist. But that's what happens when you let other people speak for you. And you don't open up your mouth because you're afraid to open up your mouth and say something because you might offend somebody. I'm not saying going on your job and start uh, preaching like Malcolm. It ain't that many who can go out there and preach like Malcolm. I'm not even saying going out there and preach like King. But every now and then you can open up your mouth and, and be afraid and talk about your history. Don't be afraid to talk about the Holocaust. Jews are not afraid to talk about their Holocaust. Why should you be afraid to talk about your Holocaust? Our Holocaust is still a Holocaust. We just received a few benefits, but it's still a Holocaust. Now the Holocaust is turning into genocide. If it ain't one group killing each other and we sold us into slavery, blacks on but black on black crime, we killing our brothers and our sisters over a, a territory. That one is not even ours. We don't own the land unless you actually own property. But if you ain't own the property, you just protecting a border. That goes for any group, really. Unless you own it. But if you don't own it, you scare people in believing that they cross this area, This you're going to take them out. The reason why we can't move forward, my brothers and my sisters, is because we don't want to relive those times. You have to remember your history in order to progress. And if you don't want to relive your history, I'm not saying go out there and preach it to everybody you know. 
read up on it so you understand it. So you can understand what's going on today. A lot of people don't understand what's going on today. They'll tell you they do, but a lot of people don't understand what's going on today in today's history, today's world, what's going on past, what's going on present, what's going to happen in the future. They don't know. They'll act like they know, but they don't know. See, if you're afraid to open up your mouth because it hurts, let you in on a little story. And this was back in, it was 1988. We were at the show. My brother, our friends, and we was watching Mississippi Burning. Mississippi Burning. Now we were in a theater with a, with a majority crowd was white. And they was cracking up. They thought the shit was funny. And if anybody's ever seen Mississippi Burning, you would know what that movie was about. It was about two Jewish kids, or two Jewish young men and a brother. They was uh, passing through uh, Mississippi and they got pulled over by some cops, went to the station, or better yet, they never made it back home. Because they were killed. This was in Mississippi. This is in the 60s. They, was, they were killed. They did absolutely nothing to the men who killed them. But once the government got involved, then the government went on and then it, was a, it was a little different. Then they, they got some punishment. No one got the death penalty once they prove who did it or whatever. But yeah, the people, the audience... They was all laughing. They thought it was real funny. See, you're talking about a movie that was supposed to be a serious movie, and it was. Did, did my friends and family get mad? No, well, it's, it was disappointing, but it's like, you know what? You can laugh all you want because, see, I know how you are. I understand you, which I understood you then. I understood you even more then after the movie. Anytime somebody black is being tortured, it's funny. Or being harmed, it's funny. You take Rodney King. Rodney King was savagely beaten. And they did nothing. It was, what, he got whacked 41 times? One guy whacked him, I believe, 41 times. I don't know how many, uh, it might have been, what, a dozen police? And they standing around. Why these four cops beat the shit out of this man? See, black folks always knew how that stuff worked. But America didn't. They always thought, oh, you just exaggerating. No. Once they saw it on video, they understood. But they didn't give a shit afterwards. But they understood. Black folks had to riot in order to get things uh, put back in perspective. Yeah, the guys got... Uh, uh, eventually got fired, four of them, but the cops that stood around and watched it, they did nothing. You stand around and watch this type of brutality? You do nothing? I understand codes. I don't know if no black cops are there. And then again, it don't even matter. It don't even matter. But the point of it is, when you stand around and you laugh and you giggle and you think shit is funny, 
What kind of person are you? When you're afraid to open up your mouth and talk about something, that's a real serious matter because you don't want nobody to know what your feelings are about that matter or you try to betray yourself as being hard. You know, many people have killed themselves over keeping stuff because they were afraid to talk about it. They killed themselves. They committed suicide. The Holocaust is part of our history. It's not the best part of our history, but it's part of our history. Black people, you have a beautiful history. You can't be afraid of it. Even the good, along with the bad, you got to talk about. You identify. There's a lot of things you can identify with. If you, if you, if you just, like I say, experiment. Next time it's raining, go lay outside. If, if you have your own property, go in your backyard, cover your, your private part, lay down on the cement, tape your feet down and your hands and See what it's like if you want to try the experiment, do it uh, and see how long before something comes out and start the creatures of the night come out and start nibbling around you. And imagine doing that, uh, being like that for months in, months out. Because remember, from America to a lot of these countries, it, it took longer. And then again, you just, uh, you stopped, dropped off, picked up and moved on. So it, it wasn't like uh, today ships. You can go in a week later, you be in wherever you going. No, 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 no. These were different times. Black people had to endure this Holocaust. Don't never forget it. Learn from it, but never forget it. Never try to keep that black hole in your mind about the Holocaust where you're trying to forget it. Always remember, you'll be a better person. You'll be able to teach your children. Because let me tell you something. The generation that's coming up now, these young generations, unless they get some strong minds in it, the black race is going to be in a whole lot of trouble. You're going to always be working for somebody. You're going to have no businesses because look at the communities today. Black businesses are drying up as fast as the desert sun dries up a side, uh, dries up a sidewalk. Your, 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 your young black kids will be working for somebody if they are jobs. They will be working for somebody. Well, black people always say, well, you know, uh, uh, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm making it better for my kids so they don't ever have to work. You know what? Uh, you can get that out of your head because if you ain't teaching your kids, your kids going to have to work because you can leave your kids a fortune. But eventually they will lose it anyway. Lack of information, lack of sense, lack of who they are. 
They will lose it no matter what. If you're not teaching your kids, that's on you. You better teach your kids how to survive this world. You better teach your kids how to understand people. Or you could commit the Black Holocaust all over again. And that's real. Because these devils are not going to stop. When you're wicked, you can throw God into the mix all you want. Uh, see, Christianity wasn't a black man's religion. But Christianity is what everybody likes to use as a scapegoat. I'm a Christian. It's like the police like to use, oh, uh, I was fearing for my life when they when they shoot you down. I'm a Christian. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Like my son, now I'm going to tell this little story and now I'm, I'm, I'm going to end it. My son got into some trouble. And his mother and I were at the courthouse and we were talking to the attorney to the courts or whatever. I can't remember. And she in trouble. He has been in trouble. Never have been in trouble. And she was, oh, he goes to church. And I told her, you know, leave that alone. And the reason why I told her that is because they don't care. You know, when black people tell people they go to church, what does that mean? Who really cares? Because see, you can go to church, even though my son wasn't a bad kid. And his mother's not a, uh, his mother wasn't a whore. His mother was a good, good mother. She was a good wife at the time before we got a divorce. But in saying all that, he came from a good home. Going to church don't mean nothing to these people. Because it depends on who and what you're serving. Are you serving that Jesus that's on the wall? The blonde haired blue eyed Jesus? That's a symbol? So-called a Christianity? Or are you serving uh, the, uh, the God that's uh, mentioned in uh, the book of Revelations chapter 1 verses 12 through 16? Is that the one you're serving? So, they don't care? When you do something, the Bible is not kicking in. The Bible is supposed to kick in before you do it. But once you do it, the Bible ain't kicking in. But just because you're a Christian, you give yourself a title. It ain't about the title. It's about the actions of the man that we all serve. Jesus Christ. But hey, that's just a little story I just wanted to let you in on. But family, think about, love about yourself, who you are. Don't hate. You got too many people out there don't know who the hell they are. But don't hate. Love who you are. This is your brother saying the Black Holocaust we understand. 
Peace out.